everyone, it's Halloween Girl. So, today's episode is we are going to be doing True Ghost Stories, episode 6. So, I hope you enjoy, and these are like three short ghost stories. Um, and the first one was submitted by Alexa, and the title is called The Missing Souls. So, a year ago, me and my father moved to a small village. We moved because my mom had recently died and we couldn't afford our old house. The town was small enough for people to spread gossip and stories without misunderstandings. I went to school and everything seemed fine, except when small noises started happening. It was usually during the night. They were small laughs of children. I heard three different laughs. One was so deep and cracky, like a child going through puberty. Another one was high, like a small child, probably in between ages five and eight. The last one was not human, but still sounded like a child. It was pitch and sweet. Then I heard the story of the missing souls. There's two kids, Tyler and Penelope. Tyler was the older brother and was around 12. Penelope was seven and a very adventurous girl. Their parents had told them to go outside and play. This village I'm now living in is surrounded by mountains and woods. They went into the woods and along the way met a boy called Samuel. Samuel covered his face with a black cap. Then they went into this old burger joint. The names people told me about the burger joint change and are so different. But the most reliable name was Lisa's Burger and Fries. The night got dark and we were covered by fog. The siblings tried leaving, but they couldn't each time they went through the fog. They ended up in the same place, so they decided to spend the night there. They heard noises of people talking to them. The voice said, stay here, stay here. The next day, when they woke up and tried again, they couldn't, but they did notice something. The puppets were not there. Lisa's burger and fries had two mascots, a giant red squirrel named Ian and a purple squirrel, Wayne. The restaurant had puppets of both that the employees had to use to greet children. When they first got there, the puppets were on the counters, but now they were gone, and in their place was an envelope. The kids stayed there for 13 days. The puppets moved to different locations, like once in the kitchen from the back room. They always tried to escape through the fog. Every time the fog blocked everything, they also tried to go to the back door and then escape through the fog. They also were blocked. They ate fries and burgers that came from the refrigerator. 
somehow they weren't rotten, even though it looked like the restaurant was closed for at least a decade. Every time they woke up, they went to check the last place the puppets were, because they would always leave a word written on paper in an envelope. By the 13th morning, the kids were looking worse. Tyler's voice sounded dry, like a desert, because of the low amount of water he drank in the past days. Penelope's voice looked as pale as snow. While Samuel didn't talk or show his face, it still showed that his skin was pale like Penelope's. And Tyler and Penelope often talked about how Samuel didn't talk or how rude he was. Samuel didn't answer their questions or practically seem like he cared about their situation. At night, the kids couldn't sleep. Then, a green light appeared. The puppets came outside of the green light and they yelled, Stay with us! Stay with us! Then, well, nobody knows what happened after that. Everybody has different versions of this story, but this is the main end ending. The puppets continue to sing. Samuel is lifted into the air, and then his cat was blown away. And then Penelope and Tyler saw his face full of scars. Then a flash of green lights appeared, and the puppets took over Tyler and Penelope's body. Wow, they thought Samuel was too broken, both mentally and physically. So they just left the body rotting in the forest. Again, I don't believe in this story, but I cannot do a lot of research. So all I know is this story. Some people do say that they saw Samuel's body in the forest. But if that was true, then why isn't his tomb and body in the town's cemetery? Maybe because it's a silly rumor that if you touch the body, you become possessed by Samuel's spirits. But what would adults believe that? And why? So, yeah, so that was her story. The next one is called The Ghost of Teresa. And this was submitted by Tammy. So it goes, My mom and my youngest aunt have always seen things. This was at my Mimmel's house in South Louisiana. Mimmel was in her 90s and had been getting visitors. On this particular day, mom and auntie were sitting on the couch, which faced the door to the kitchen and hallway to the bathrooms. Mimmel was napping while mommy and auntie was visiting, they heard Mammal talking. They sneaked down the hall and, and started listening. She's having a conversation in French. They opened the door and Mammal was sitting up in bed. Mom asked, who are you talking to, Mama? And Nancy replied and told them she was talking to Paul, which was my grandpa who died in 1965. She said that Paul told her he would be coming to get her soon, but she told him she wasn't ready yet. Mom and Auntie go back to the living room, and Mamma goes back to sleep. About 30 minutes later, Mom and Auntie see a girl about eight, and she's dressed in a white gown with long, curly hair, floating past the doorway down the hall, and they both jumped. And at the same time, 
They both asked each other, did you see that? Next, they hear Mama talking in French again. They both get up and go to her room. Again, they asked who she was talking to, and she responded, Teresa. She said she had told the girl that she couldn't be Teresa because Teresa died as a newborn. The girl told her, yes, she was her daughter, and she chose to appear to her as an eight-year-old child. She loved her, and that would be waiting for her when she was ready to go. Mama had 13 children, and all lived except Teresa. Teresa was born with thick, curly hair. She fit in a shoebox and only lived two days. My mamma passed away at 93. I held her hand and she was dying, um, coma. And I whispered to her, Mamma, it's me, Tammy, your favorite granddaughter. She smiled and squeezed my hands. So that's the end of that story. It's so sweet. The next one is called Best Friend Visit. So that one was submitted um, anonymously. So just want to mention that. <laughs> So, alright, the story goes. This is one I will never forget. It changed how I see things and made me who I am today. When I was about seven, one of my older sister's best friends was in a really bad accident and was flung from the car that he was in. He was DOA. He lived in an apartment with a long wooden staircase. About a week later, just before or after the funeral, I can't remember that part, I could hear someone waking up and perhaps walking up the stairs to our apartment, and they were being quiet about it. The person knocked on our door, and since my mom was in the bathroom, I answered it. There were two guys standing there, and one of them said, Hi, my name is Justin. I was wondering if your sister Val is home. I told him no and that she was at work and we would be home later if he wanted to come back. He told me no and asked me to tell her if I would let her know not to worry anymore because he was just fine. We said goodbye and we went our separate ways. I told my mom and she didn't believe me whatsoever. My sister came home and my mom told her what happened and she showed me a picture of Justin and I told her that was the guy that actually showed up. I had never met him before. This happened. My mom and sister looked at me in total shock and said that it couldn't have been right because he was dead. A few days later, my mom had received a call from a medium, a lady that knew my grandmother, and she told my mom that what I had seen was true and I wasn't making this up and that she should listen to me when I talked to her about seeing and talking to people who have passed away. My mom felt like gran grandma had called her and talked to her, but she assured my mother that she didn't. Ever since then, I have seen things most haven't seen and my mom has never doubted me again. So that is really, really, really spooky. Um, so yeah. 
so that is definitely spooky for sure. So I hope y'all enjoyed that on the true ghost stories. And um, yeah, so I hope you have a good week and weekend and don't forget to smile. And also too, if you ever do need a friend to talk to, you can find me on my Seven Cups profile link in the description box below. And um, until my next episode, stay spooky. I love you. Adios. Mwah.